Welcome back to Mission Accomplished. My name is Michelle. I'm Garrett, and today we are going to talk about hot stock options and tips and tricks for you to make some Oh my real... god, you just made everyone click out of this okay, video. Okay, I know nothing podcast. about that topic. <laughs> what we're actually going to talk about today, strange topic, I think, uh, but interesting, and you'll see why, is the topic of fast food and specifically <laughs> McDonald's. Here's the thing, guys. I love fast food, uh, and I don't have it that much anymore. I have little teeny bits now and then. But here's the reason why we're going to talk about this. This isn't about me and my <laughs> my relationship with you'll, fast food. You'll, you'll, I'll you'll chime in. make it about you. But at some this point. <laughs> is interesting because I, we want to talk about Michelle's relationship with fast food. So sitting there at home, what do you guys think? Does Michelle eat fast food secretly? Does she eat it at all? Does she... I don't know. What What are your thoughts? Because we're about to hear the truth of <laughs> Michelle's okay. relationship You're with fast food. You're making it seem like, like a hyping, crime drama we're about to dive into. Because we should be excited about it. The people at home should be on the edge of their seat. Oh, my God. Does Michelle eat Taco Bell? Like, we need to know. So... Michelle, okay. tell us why we're even talking about this right now. So we're talking about this today because Garrett and I were just having a discussion earlier today about, I don't even know how this came up. We were kind of talking about like common experiences that neither of us have had. For example, Garrett. Tell them about your gum thing. Oh, we were like basically going over <laughs> never have I ever situations. Yes. Just for fun. Yes. And so for me, I've only I've I've only ever had one piece of gum in my entire right. life. And I have no reason why. I just I had it once and was like, this is fine, but Which it's just crazy it's because not for, me. for me, like in middle school and high school, I would I would chew a ton of gum. It helped yeah. me like focus studying, I guess, but then it like Gave me a lot of jaw pain, so I stopped. <laughs> I heard uh, basically like when people would just offer me, hey, would you like a stick of gum? I just always declined. And now here we are, 27, no gum. I don't know why. Um, there's really no reason behind it. Mm -hmm. I will say this is not what the podcast is about. I'm sorry about this tangent. <laughs> this is this. I have a story that makes me very angry and sad what you've never heard about this story. gum this is really stupid i was in fifth grade mrs motter's class and i when i'm nervous i chew on the insides of my mouth so I'll go like this sometimes okay what does it look like okay yeah it looks, it looks like i'm chewing okay gum. if you're watching on youtube you see what's going on but for the audio yes. listeners only it looks like he's Chewing gum. So me chewing on the inside <laughs> of my mouth looks like I'm chewing gum. Well, here's the issue. Gum was banned from our middle schools growing <laughs> up. Like, if you cannot have gum in your mouth or you get sent I think to that was the same That's with mine, too. Yeah. I think it's pretty standard. Um, and so my teacher looks at me and says, Garrett, you spit that gum out. And I had to go, oh, I don't, I'm not chewing any gum. And she didn't believe me. Did she think you like swallowed it secretly? Well, then, because we were taking, it was the middle of a test. And I was nervous because <laughs> we we're taking a test. So I would keep chewing on the side of my mouth and she called me Aww. out again for it. She's like, Garrett, spit that out right now. And I'm like, I have never, I had one piece of gum when I was like eight. I'm not chewing gum, I swear. But she was determined. So I got in trouble. 
and that that's always like one of those things too where it's like you don't want to sit in front of the glass oh i'm just nervously chewing on the inside of my mouth yeah it was just an awkward situation and then it just <laughs> sounds like i'm i'm a liar so uh i just accepted defeat something there. like that happened to me also oh, yeah? unrelated to today's topic but something like that happened to me in uh my sophomore year of high school um so cell phones obviously like were super hardcore banned at my high school and if you were ever seen with one even on lunch break or anything it would mm-hmm. get confiscated for a week y'all a week Can confiscation they, like, legally do that like, i take don't your know property? but they would take it for an entire week and in order to get it back you had to have your parents come to the office and like sign for it or something that sounds it was, illegal to me it, it was a very unnecessary source of shame so anyways so keep in mind those are the stakes like if you get caught with a phone it's not like turn it in until the end of this class oh period. i know this story it's like you yeah. turn it in and you don't have a phone for a week which means it's super annoying trying to reach your parents when you're at after school activities or even just you know obviously socializing with friends is this the uh time of the crazer the crazer. And I think it the was razor and the crazer. after the crazer. Okay, so we're in iPhone this was, territory. This was iPhone time. Okay. I didn't have an iPhone, though, at the beginning. Because um, they were very expensive. But anyway, so I, at that time, had... Oh, I did. I had a red Motorola razor, actually. There you go. I did. You're right. But everyone else Hello, had an iPhone. Moto. Yeah. That was their thing. Or maybe I did. Or maybe I had an LG at that point i don't remember i didn't have an iphone but anyways um so i'm i'm sitting in <laughs> i'm sitting in pre-calculus and the teacher mrs Waggisback, mrs Waggisback, that is her name wait wait, wait. waggis bag waggis pack waggis pack waggis back i think it's like polish or something i don't remember wait what's her first name susan Susan Wagaspack? Susan <laughs> Wagaspack. I think I'm wrong. But anyways, guys, this this teacher, this math teacher, has been at the school Susan so long. Wagaspack. She's I'm been sorry. at she's been at Cato Magnet High for so long. My mom had her as a teacher. Whoa, my mom wild. had her as a teacher. That is, is she crazy. Still there? No, I think she's actually retired by now. Okay. Thank God. But she she was like been there she for needs forever, a break. and she was just like your classic like super strict, super hardcore math teacher who would teach things on the overhead projector, and then when students would ask questions, it was like every question was a dumb question, um, you know. But also she definitely prepared me for calculus, so thank you, Mrs. Wagesback. Anyway, so my desk we were assigned desks in this class. It was like really hardcore. Um, and so my desk was assigned literally right in front of the overhead projector where she would sit on her stool and like, I don't know, derive whatever's, you know, I don't remember any of that math Map stuff. terms. Okay. So, but basically we're like this close. Okay. That's kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> we're we're this like, close. I, know, I know you can't tell because of the way this is shot, but like we do sit close we're together. We're like two feet apart. Like if you're, if you're watching visually, our arms, like we're very close. So I'm literally fucking right here she's right there up on her pedestal so she's like three feet above me i'm cowering at my desk in this class and my phone goes off banana like a little text notification and oh my god she stopped what she was doing she's like all right who was that turn your phone in and i was so scared 
I was so scared that just, I just froze. I was say, did you just sit in silence? Like full on like possum petrification. Like I'm not, I cannot physically move my body. And so obviously no one in the class says anything and everyone's like, what the fuck? And then she goes, all right, fine. I'm going to pretend like that not didn't happen. A squared plus B squared equals, <laughs> she goes right back into math. But my phone had this setting where, uh, you know, like if you, if you have your phone, you get a text and you don't read it. Sometimes it'll like double notify you. Mm-hmm. I got the double notif. It's like a boomerang. Like, do-do-do. Comes back. Yes. There we yes. Go. And then she's like, and then she goes, all right, that's it. Whoever did that, turn in your phone right now. And I'm giving you detention. She's like freaking out. And I was just, again, so scared. She And she goes, I'm going to look away. And whoever did this, fix it right now because you're interrupting my math class. But her version of looking away was to look down at me. So like anyone else in the class would be like somewhat protected. But she like looks down, which is right at me. So I'm just like, I can't do anything. It was mortifying. So you didn't change the setting on your phone. It, you just left it. I think that I found a way to move my backpack under my desk and like turn my phone off underneath my desk hmm. as she continued. And I and after that class, I was like, what the heck? Who Who is texting me? And it was my mom. And I told my mom, I was like, mom, you almost got me a detention. And she just laughed. She's like, oh, Miss Wag is Yeah, packed. your mom would know. Miss <laughs> yeah, Wag is packed. Obviously, Classic. my mom. Yeah. Classic Wag is packed. There were no phones, but... Um, Anyways, that's my tangent for the day. But let's let's dive wow. into today's actual topic. Those are some great <laughs> stories. So we were talking about fast food. Mm-hmm. I interrupted and started oh, yeah, talking yeah, about sorry. Gum. Oh, never we, have I ever. Sorry. About, like, oh my god, this is gonna take forever, guys. <laughs> this is like never have I ever. It's like weird things. I've that never been neither- pulled over. Okay, I have. Yeah. Well, give me give me some of your never have I ever. Um. I have never. There are a lot of like alcohol related things that I've never done or drinks I've never tried. Um, Until recently. The video game episode, I never played a video game. That's exactly what I was going to say. Like fully through. So this conversation got us talking about fast food because why? Because I've never had mcdonald's there's kind an of. there's an asterisk there kind of so here here's where it gets interesting so i remember having mcdonald's growing up um pretty often but when i turned eight i remember reading something in the news or something i specifically remember i was eight years old a very studious eight-year-old reading yes. the news i i remember reading like a news headline of like you know every few years there's some like conspiracy theory around how unhealthy mcdonald's is so i read something about that and it scared me so much that i never had mcdonald's again and whenever my mom was like let's go get mcdonald's today i i would refuse to eat it so you have not had mcdonald's in you just turned 28 so, so i have not had mcdonald's in 20 years i think it tastes the same that it did 20 years ago i mean i remember going on high school and church trips where you would drive to like a retreat or something several hour trip and we would you know stop at a 
a collection of fast food restaurants to get something to eat. Nothing says I love Jesus like a filet of fish <laughs> at McDonald's. Gross. And I would either bring my own food or I would, I think I would like maybe get a salad at like, I, I don't know, like a gas station salad. But like I wouldn't, I was so freaked out by it. I wouldn't eat it. I Ever since I saw whatever, whatever that news article was and obviously there are several documentaries and and shows about um you know whether or not fast food is actually unhealthy or healthy or like moral to partake in and whatnot have come out um but that one I read when I was eight it affected me so much like the thought of of eating it scared me (laughs) and so this isn't just McDonald's now correct this has uh, grown past just McDonald's to all fast food. Right. Right? Yeah, like I have never... Have you had Taco Bell before? I did until I was eight. Same thing. Okay, so... I just stopped eating fast food Not altogether. even in college there wasn't ever not like... Not one a, time did I not ever... Not one single time. No. I don't... I do well, believe I it and I don't went believe to college. That. I went to college in the middle right. of nowhere in New Hampshire. If you ask me to to point you in the direction of a McDonald's, I don't think I could, honestly. They're everywhere. Yeah, but they weren't, like, on the college campus proper. Okay. Like, where you went to college, you were, like, in the city, so there are things around. And And Hanover, you went there with me last summer, uh, it's, like, one main street, and they're all local restaurants, which I like. So you haven't had – what about, like, Panda Express? I've never had Panda Express. Ever. Ever. Ever Ever in your life. Yeah, when I when I did go to to fast food restaurants growing up, all I remember is Taco Bell and McDonald's. But we never went to. I'm gonna name. I'm gonna name some. You're gonna tell me if you've ever eaten there. Okay. Even before you were eight years old, Arby's. No. KFC. I remember. I. I think I had one of their biscuits. Oh, their biscuits are amazing. But I never, I never ate like the meat or mashed potatoes or anything. Popeyes. No, and I'm from Louisiana. But again, I remember my sister, my family, they had it. I think most Americans do. But I would literally refuse. <laughs> it's kind of bratty, I guess. I don't know if it's bratty. I don't think declining fast food, which is like <laughs> publicly known to be bad for our bodies, is a bratty thing to do. Okay. Um, it's just interesting to me because... Fast food is such a, at least in American society, such a staple. It's, it's like a, it's like a part of society or growing up mm-hmm. or um, entertainment in a way. You know, like tell me about your relationship with fast food because you have a really specific one. I think mine is mainly similar to most people for the most part. You know, growing up. When my parents wouldn't cook, would just quick fixes McDonald's or bring home Burger King or whatever. And that was pretty common. Um, So I have this nostalgic love and almost like appreciation for fast food, which is really bizarre to to have, which I, I know you don't have. So like when I, at this age, order McDonald's and I get the same meal that I had when I was 12, I feel this like... I don't know. It feels like I'm a kid again, and it feels like, oh, this is exciting, and I love those tastes. I don't know. 
I just love that. But I think what you were referring to after, you know, when I got to college, there was a point in time where I couldn't afford going out mm-hmm. to eat and even groceries started becoming more expensive than yeah. just buying shitty McDonald's every week. So I was, um, I would, I would say about every other day having some version of a McDonald's meal. Yeah. And I definitely recognize like for many people, it, it is, it, like you said, it's, it's, if you are working a certain job and you only have a certain amount of time to get food and it's, it's cheaper than groceries, it totally makes sense. Like I don't, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't see any, um, issue with anyone eating it oh, or for anything. sure yeah so it was an interesting point in time only eating mcdonald's and i worked at permanis which is a if you're if you know pittsburgh you've heard of permanis the famous sandwich in pittsburgh you put french fries on your sandwiches it's delicious why wouldn't you want potatoes yeah, on your I sandwiches? i also haven't had a french fry since i was eight okay all. so that's it okay whoa, whoa 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 we're gonna get into that too i know you've never i've never seen I've never seen you eat a French fry before. Very strange. Very, very strange. But no more strange than... Have I not told you that before? No, I know that. I'm very aware. I've tried to get you to eat French fries before. And you say, nope, not today. I don't know what it is. I think it's like I read the thing, that news article about McDonald's, and I could be crazy right now. But I think this was also around the time when people were like randomly suing McDonald's. For example, like the person who got hot coffee spilled on them from a mcdonald's then they sue mcdonald's and now all the cups have to say like caution it's hot do you remember that lawsuit i could be crazy and i think there was another one where someone claimed to find a finger in their food or was that at winzy's i don't know but it, the whole thing uh, i believe that was a finger in chili <laughs> at wendy's yeah but, but i feel like there there are two things happening one of them is once i saw all of that i I was scared to have fast food as a whole. And then it sort of also bled over into the idea of eating French fries. And you know what? French fries, I feel like my relationship with French fries is similar to your relationship with food, where when you do like uh, two truths and a lie at when you when you meet new people or whatever, that's an easy one. Oh, there you go. Never have I ever had a French fry. Yeah, never ever. Well, Well, no. Asterisks. Yeah, yeah. Like like if you do two truths and a lie, you could say like, uh, you know, two other things, and then you could include. I haven't had a I haven't had a French years. fry in twenty years, right. and then people will be like, "That's got to be a lie." So then you kind of like hold on to a little bit of pride with it. I know it. what you mean. You're like, I, I don't want to break gum. this streak. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm sure you feel that way with gum, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. What I was trying to say earlier is, I was working at Permanis when I um, when I was in college, and I would eat that food for free. So I would get that, which is essentially fast food, and then. When I don't eat for free there, I'd eat McDonald's. So that's kind of, it was a horrible streak in college where I was just eating horrible. I don't recommend it, but like that was my, that was kind of what I had to do for a little while. Um, But now I still have it every once in a while as a fun little treat. You do. Um, I want to talk about when I get McDonald's, which is still not, is not common not common yeah uh, i would say how often did you order fast food before we were together versus now oh i lived before we were together i lived within a 35 second walking distance from a kfc it was at the end of my street 
So I would walk to KFC and I would get that at least once a week. That wasn't that long ago. Uh, I got Panda Express all the time, even though that made my body feel horrible. Uh, I still got McDonald's. I love Wendy's. Big Wendy's guy. Uh, I pretty much like all of them except for Burger King. Not to hit on Burger King, but... Do you like Taco Bell? I love Taco Bell. Are you kidding me? Crunchwrap Crunch Supremes are my really? shit. Yeah, I, I don't love think Taco I've Bell. ever seen you get Taco Bell. Taco Bell is generally, I think, overrated. I think it's pretty bad, but the Crunchwraps, every once in a while, they'll have like a one or two of their things are like really good. As long as See, you're, yeah. I remember reading about Taco Bell that like when I was eight again that the meat was the same quality of meat used in dog food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I read that See, too. See, that freaked me out. Yeah, I guess I just realized that all food that we eat is pretty bad, so it's hard to escape it. All food? You all, think all food not, is of the same quality of Taco Bell. Like the, you know, the idea that like, oh, chicken nuggets are just all the unused parts of a chicken grounded up in, in like a blender and then made into nuggets. Like that's what a that's what a chicken nugget is. Don't fact check that. Uh, Actually, fact check that so you know what what's what you're putting in your body. Now, that sounds disgusting to me. But it tastes delicious. So, it's hard for me. Uh I I think a lot of food is that way. You know, if you watch Food Inc. and all of the food documentaries, you start yes. learning how bad a lot of the food you eat actually is. So I, I looked at it like, well, how much bad, how much worse is McDonald's than this these other brands? I think it's still, far it worse. It is, it is. But I was kind of <laughs> like, I already didn't have a, sta- like my standard was already so low. I was like, whatever, who cares? There's like a threshold where you just say, whatever, all food shitty. And I didn't have money to eat clean. At that time, I think mm-hmm. I think the financial aspect of that's a bigger topic. Eating clean is a massive eating clean privilege. In, in America is is way far more expensive. Um, but I wanted to go into when I get McDonald's now, which mm-hmm. is which is uncommon, but I still do it. Uh, you are repulsed by the smell. It's very interesting. Because I love the smell of McDonald's. Well, I, just, I mean. Mm, I don't know. I can smell it now. I love it. I can it. too. I don't like it. It just, it feels humid to me. It feels humid? Like greasy humid. Okay. So Ugh. like you've almost like the grease is in the air. Like yeah. You, like there is a bubble of like mm. vaporized grease surrounding it. Like, I feel like if I get too close to it, I will get a pimple. You're very strict with it, too. It's like if I have McDonald's, it's almost <laughs> like brush your teeth before you come anywhere near me. I don't <laughs> want to smell it on your breath. I don't want to smell it in my kitchen. Well, I don't want to. Well, uh, you, you were telling me you wouldn't even have people with it yeah. in your car. What was that about? Well, okay, like nobody likes food in their car. You know, I mean, if you're going to be a passenger in someone else's vehicle, it's usually polite to not eat in the vehicle. But if I was in high school and hanging out with my friends, I was very specific, like, I don't want, I don't want any fast food in this car. Just because, like... Was it the smell? The smell of it and the the grease going through the paper, like, ah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It freaks me out. And all I see are flashes of food ink and those headlines. And it, I don't know. It, it kind of, I think it uh, scares me to 
a degree that is unnecessary. You know what I mean? Like I'm self-aware of like, it's not going to like kill me. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, um, I don't know. I think it's awesome. Am I being a brat about it? No, no. I think it's awesome that you don't eat any of that. And I wish I could be that way. I just love it too much. I think that I, I think some people think like, oh, maybe maybe Michelle feels this way because of my relationship with health and fitness. That's what I thought. When you know, I first met and I think you. I think it's part of that. But the truth is, it's been this way since I was eight. Right. And I mean, growing up, I would eat other others like let's let's say let's say the perspective is fast food is bad for you or junk food i had lots of other junk food all the time um what right now as an adult what is like your closest thing that comes to fast food that you will partake in terms of unhealthiness yeah like you're a big chocolate person that's i love chocolate i love ice cream Mm mm-hmm uh, but also, I feel like those are, see, see, I don't know. Okay, so like when I was a kid growing up, I was freaked out by fast food, but we still like went to the local Chinese restaurant. Which is still better times quality than Panda Express. Sure, but I mean, I was still have eating. Ever, have you ever been to a Sonic? I have been to a Sonic. Oh, actually, I have a story about Sonic, but I don't know if I can tell it. Why not? <laughs> Okay, the first time I had alcohol was mixed into a... One of their slushies? Like one of those bright colored drinks. Is that what it is, a slushie? Someone's going to come at me in the comments for it. I forget what they're called. We didn't have Sonics really around me. We had one Sonic pop up when I was like in high school, and then I went there a few times, and I don't don't remember. Slushy, not an icy... Something like that. It's yeah. It's the very bright, mm-hmm. vibrant. Uh, yeah. The like first time I had alcohol blue. was. I feel like this is a big thing in the South. Like, tell me, you get a it. Sonic drink and you put like vodka or something in it, and then you feel like, oh, I'm having a daiquiri or a margarita, but it's like the the shitty Sonic version. <laughs> so you had. So did you have food or was it just the? It was slushy? just the drink. Okay. Interesting. What about Hardee's? Hardee's? Yeah. What do they have there? Same thing. Just junk. Just burgers <laughs> and fries and stuff. Uh, I don't remember that, but I remember Carl I remember seeing Jr. the logo because my mom's maiden name is Hardy. Mm. So do you have burgers now? Because you don't have french fries. When's the last time you had a burger? And not fast food burger, but just any burger. Because there's some good burgers mm. in LA. I don't remember the last time I had a burger... But like if I go to someone's pool party or something, you know, years ago when that was allowed. Pre-COVID. <laughs> uh, I would eat a burger. I have also never had a hot dog in my life ever. Why aren't we talking about that? You've never had a hot dog? That I didn't know. Not one time. I don't time. like the shape of it. I don't like the look of it. It you really scares me. You don't like the me. shape and the look of a hot dog. Yeah. Tell me what's appealing about the shape and the look of a hot dog. Do you remember the hot dog skins in Fortnite? They're so cute. Okay. Well, wasn't there also like a thing about hot dogs are like similar to chicken nuggets and that it's all the like yes. unused parts and of it's the animal? Delicious. Okay, wait. 
but a hot dog you see like growing up you never just like threw a bunch of hot dog like cheap rubbery hot dogs into the microwave nuke them up throw them on a bun and that's your meal that i don't like the smell honestly i don't like the look i don't like that it looks like it looks so synthetic yeah so microwave hot dogs and like mac and cheese is such an american like, oh, I have mac and cheese. I would make craft mac and cheese. Okay, okay, that's like ramen. the counterpart. See, you know to what the, I'm like, saying? Like, we, I still had bad food. Mm-hmm. Um, you never had a like hot dog. Is kid. weird to me. Did you? I, did your parents I, serve you hot dogs, and you were like, "No, thank you." No, 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 just no, no, a no. no hot dog household. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we only had hamburgers, but my mom makes really good hamburgers. Okay, homemade. Hardy. Sure. <laughs> um. Very interesting. I don't know. It's just random things like that. Like, um, also, okay, this, this I admit, makes no sense. I loved nacho-flavored Doritos growing up. Whoa, but that's a 180. the Cool Ranch Doritos freaked me out. I didn't like them because I was like, when I picture ranch, I think ranch dressing, right? Delicious. But. Not to you, apparently. But I thought, like, Oh, I know I'm eating powderized, like synthetic ranch dressing on this chip. So therefore that feels more fake to me than just like a normal, mm-hmm. you know, classic Dorito chip. I am, I am fully aware this logic is flawed. I don't agree with it. I mean, at the <laughs> same time, is it's kind of nice because then you're not eating a lot of junk food. Like combos and Cheetos and that kind of stuff. You don't... A you combo? Don't have- like a is, like, do you mean like a combo meal no like combos like this the snack what's that yeah so what's interesting is when we talk when i talk to michelle on a daily basis <laughs> there's all these things that like normal children in the u.s do <laughs> that michelle has just never heard of which is awesome in a way because i get to be like a lot of time, I love getting to introduce things to people, movies and video games and TV shows, and like something that's hilarious that I get to introduce to Michelle sometimes if she'll let me, are like weird things, like combos. You've never had a combo? I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, that's awesome. What is I a combo? I love that you have no idea. I literally like is I okay. If I'm thinking of combo, well, first of all, I thought you were referring to like a combination meal at no. fast food restaurant, but. Uh, okay, if I had to guess what a combo is, it's it's like a trail, it's like a bag of trail mix. Okay, we're gonna just say that it's that. What is it? I'm gonna introduce one to you later. We have we have a thought of possibly doing a video on the main channel. Yeah, where please let us know what you guys think about where this. Michelle does try McDonald's for the first time in 20 years, just to see how she reacts to the taste. I will probably participate just as an excuse to eat more McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, and write it off as a business, a business expense. expense. So let us know if that's interesting to you. If not, if this is all disgusting to you, that's fine. No hard feelings. You know what fast food reminds me of? Definitely. Getting wine fast. Getting wine fast. You know what a, a fun, cool way to get wine fast is? Well, we'll tell you in this new ad segment. Wee-oo, wee-oo. Ad alert. I wanted to tell you and you about our 
about today's sponsor. Today's sponsor is Usual Wines. Usual Wines is this awesome website where you can go on, order wines, they show up right at your door, and if you're stuck at home just like us, that's really convenient and very wanted at this time. Each bottle comes in this really, really cute 6.3 ounce Can confirm, glass. they are cute. So 6.3 ounces, just to clarify, is like a heavy pour, so about a glass and a half of wine. Um, this has been really great for us because we usually will open a bottle and end up not finishing it. We and waste it. We waste it. Bad, bad. We should not do that. And this helps us not do that. Usual has a red blend, a rosé, and a sparkling white wine called Brut. They also have a limited production Brut Rosé just for the summer. Did you know, Michelle, in the United States that there are over 60 additives allowed by law to be used in winemaking. See, I just learned this literally right now. Usual doesn't use any chemical or sugar additives to enhance the flavors or stability of their wine. Therefore, they are truly a clean wine brand. And I know what you're thinking, but don't grapes have sugar? Oh, we're about to blow your mind. Yes, they have <laughs> sugar. <laughs> to clarify, all usual wines are produced using natural, sustainable grapes harvested every fall. These grapes are picked at optimal ripeness to ensure all sugar will be fermented completely until the wines are dry with no residual sugar. All that's left over is delicious, clean wine. So if you want to try some usual wines, be sure to go to their website, www.usualwines.com and use our discount code mission m-i-s-s-i-o-n for eight dollars off your first order and try your first glass on us wow that ad was really well done and we're excited about the product i think this video is really fascinating because i feel like most people have had fast food and can like recognize the taste and the flavor and i don't all i know is like the general smell of it because at this point i have forgotten all of it since i was eight so I'm personally curious what my thoughts on it would be now, if I might like it. Um, and so let us know if you guys think this would be a good video. We would also, I think it would also just be cool to like in the video talk about the history of McDonald's or whatever fast food restaurant I decide to try and explore. Okay, time for the next segment. Let's do some juicy cues. I, every week on my Instagram, uh, shameless plug, will ask you guys juicy cues that you have for Michelle or me, but mostly Michelle. And uh, I'm going to hit us with some juicy cues right now. Are you excited? Yes. And I'm going to try to make them relate to the topic about the fast food thing. Cool. Pretty cool. Look at that. All right. Our first question from, wow, some of these are inappropriate, guys. Thank you. I do read all of them. Uh, all right. Let's start with here. Uh, Joy Con 4. Was Michelle always this fit? So, and then I have another question that asks, uh, what, how were you introduced to like fitness being a part of your life? Oh, so I think it was a complete 180 from the fast Well, that's what I mean. So we're talking about fast food, but like when did fitness really become a part of your life? Uh, I think fitness became, uh, I mean like growing up, I like when I was little, little, I did, you know, some gymnastics, cheer, soccer. Um, but in high school, I joined the fencing team, so I fenced competitively. However, fencing at that level, at least what I was doing, wasn't like, it was definitely really competitive and I put in a lot of time, but fencing isn't the same in my opinion, at the high school level at least, as 
being on the track team or being on the soccer team, something where you're like really, I don't know, like using a lot of cardio. Fencing was more like sprint work than it was full on cardio. Um, so I feel like I didn't get really into fin uh, fitness until college when I stopped fencing and I joined my school's ultimate frisbee team but really where it like really became a big thing for me was when I came to LA to do an internship um I started biking road cycling and because I didn't have any friends or anything to do I just kept doing it um and became fell in love with it I just really fell in love with pushing myself to the limit and from there I joined the cycling team and went to nationals and then joined a professional team so I think cycling was really like, you know, in many ways, the big right. fitness moment for me that led me into having the mental ability to push myself to the limit and the uh, physical background to do so in the videos we make now. Great. Uh, I have a really important question. Um, this is for you, Michelle. Uh, Vaca Santa Hernandez asks, does Garrett have that amazing butt peach emoji or is it just an illusion of the camera? This is a real question, I swear to God. I'm glad your ass is getting noticed. Me too. Garrett has a great ass in real life. Thanks. Uh, next question. <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ask that one. What? Okay, Oliver asks... Where can I get corn clothing? If you follow us on Twitch, oh my God. you know about the corn club. <gasps> Michelle, where can we get corn clothing? If you join our Discord, there's a channel called Corn Club. And there you can find many corn memes and even corn clothing. If you donate, I will have enough money to buy a corn printed hoodie, which I can wear on the podcast and streams. So if you want to pitch into that, <laughs> great, thanks. Crushed, who is a big part of our Twitch community, asks, hey, Crushed. what is one of your favorite items in Fortnite or gun? Item or fort or item or gun in Fortnite? My favorite gun is the gold assault rifle. R really? Because I thought there was an obvious answer to this. Oh, the chug jug. The chug My jug. My bottle. How did you not say chug jug? I don't know. I, I didn't. I wasn't okay. thinking mythic so, weapons. But if it's not a chug jug, what is your favorite item? The gold AR. The gold AR. Okay. The scar. There's an AUG. There's a gold AUG as well, I believe. AUG. That's yeah. the one that's the burst assault rifle, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Okay, yeah. so the scar is the gold scar is my favorite. Yeah. My favorite item is the corn. Next question. Uh, and by question, I mean Juicy Q. Okay, here's a good one. AJ Peppermint asks, this is mushy, but what is each of your favorite thing about the other? This will be our final Juicy Q of today. Oh, I can't pick one thing. Tell me all of them. <laughs> no, no, no. Pick one thing. I, I, yeah. My favorite thing about you? Yeah. I like that you make things happen. When you say you're going to do something, you complete it. And I was thinking about this the other day that people laud this idea of people who are really creative and talented and, you know, just naturally good at something. And that's great. But what I think is an even rarer and 
honestly more valuable talent is being able to start a project, follow through and finish it. And you're very good at that. And you also happen to be highly creative and talented in the artistic way as well. So I like that you, when you say you're going to do something, you do it to its fullest degree um, and you complete the projects you set out to do. Uh-huh. And that that's not just work, but like, you know, even when you're you're updating your workspace or helping me update our office space or even channel or relationship stuff, whenever there's something big that so many people just talk about doing, you actually do it. Like you're you're a doer and not a talker. Oh, thank you. Thanks, AJ Peppermint, for helping me feel better about myself. My favorite thing about Michelle, well, I would have the same answer for her. She also, I'll say more, but she also is somebody who actually walks the walk, which I heavily appreciate. I think Michelle is, uh, man, this is hard to pick one. I think I'll pick one that I've been thinking about recently. So maybe it's not my favorite thing, but something I've been thinking about recently Mm -hmm. is your dedication to an appreciation of your employees and collaborators you want to make the best space possible for anyone who works with you or for you and whether that is like making sure they are fed and like their energy is good and they're feeling good and they're emotionally taken care of like not just uh oh let's get mouse pads for editors and like make sure everyone like getting everyone physical things to feel good but also like being emotionally supportive as an employer and uh, and just a creative collaborator, just making sure that everyone feels a part of the team, important, empowered. I hope so. And making them happy. Madeline, who is editing this podcast right now, uh-huh. is, has been on working from home since March. I know. We can't wait to Madeline. have people back in the office. Um but I think that is a, a quality that more employers need. And I don't know how that's taught. I don't know how that works, but I'm glad you have it because I well, think it, you. it went a long way. You also help me with that too, you know? Do I? How so? What do you mean? I don't know. I feel like that's something that's very top of mind for you too. Like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, you know, what are, what are the needs of the crew in order to make mm-hmm. this project possible? Yeah, either financially or planning. Yeah, coming from the traditional film background, Mm -hmm. you know, and directing a crew, making sure the crew is happy is is very very important and taking care of. uh, Because I I forget what the saying is, but like if you don't have enough money to take care of your crew, you don't don't have have enough enough money money to to make make a movie project. Yeah. Yeah. So take care of your your crew, guys. Take care of the people who are working with you, uh, because if it wasn't for them. I think I also just—I was just frustrated because there are so many YouTubers who don't, um, or we've seen some horror yeah. situations, and, and it's I think disappointing. It's partially because there's no regulation, you know, like in in traditional media, there are unions and lots of rules in place to protect the crew and mm-hmm. also their rate and how they're but compensated. But in digital, it's the wild west. It really is. I'm I'm uh, I'm fortunate that you have a producer mindset and a 
business mindset, which we've talked about on the podcast before. But I think that's I've been taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plenty of times. If so you're in the I, film industry, oh, you, you pretty much have at some yeah, point for a while. I think, I think that's a benefit I have mm-hmm. potentially. To the other, uh, you compared, mean, compared like, to other influencers, compared to other yeah. influencers who, who their first job or for first foray in professional life mm-hmm. is like, oh, I went viral and now I, I have a YouTube channel or whatever, and are managing a team of three to five people and don't know what they're doing and yeah, when yeah. you've never been managed by somebody else or right. seen your manager make mistakes or your employer make mistakes, then it becomes way more personal. Well, that was the last Juicy cue that I had. If you would like to have your question included in Juicy cues, which is just a cheap ploy for me to get more followers on Instagram, follow me on Instagram. I'm almost at 10,000. At Gary Kennel. Here's the thing. I just want 10,000 so I can do the little swipe ups. So I can yeah. like, hey, swipe up to like click a link so I can do more shameless plugs. Guys, help me do that. I'm not. There's no no shame here. I am okay. just. Please. I think I'm, we've I, reached. I the beg end. of you. Thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you enjoyed this. Let us know in the comments below if you think that doing a video about me trying McDonald's for the first time in 20 years would be of interest to you. And if you still like the segment Juicy Cues, because oh Juicy Cues is for everybody. All right. And if you made it to the end of this podcast, congratulations. Mission accomplished. Bye. See ya. Oh, <laughs>